Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is the place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hello, everyone. I am so excited. We are back here again with Sunshine Beeson, and she is incredible. She has so much knowledge to share. Um, she did touch on some really important key factors in our short little interview. Thankfully, today we have her for longer, so we can explore this a little deeper. But I wanted to read her full bio because it's very interesting um, and it's also interesting how she can, how she connects all of um, the iridology stuff with the pelvic area also. So she specializes in bringing forward peace, freedom, and exuberant health. You may have never heard of iridology. It's more popular in Europe and the West Coast, and it's actually been around since the 1800s. And she is here to inform us of the pertinent value this holistic modality may have for us. If you explore other therapies, um, you may not attain your dreams and desires right here, right now, and are living the same old repeated patterns and attracting the same incompatible relationships. If you have an appetite to dive deep and get to the root cause of your anxiety and perpetual health concerns and would like to experience authentic transformations, then she is committed to take you inward on this journey to total wellness. Sunshine uses iridology, which is an innovative assessment tool to analyze the iris or the colored part of your eye. It's a great access point to gain more depth to the root cause of physical and emotional issues. Genetic markings are showing in the iris, and they reflect at least three generations in a family's history, as well as predispositions. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Um, she'll guide you through a safe, gentle process using her hypnocore release to uncover underlying cause, physical and emotional pain. Emotions are the gateway to the soul. Opening into a more, um, oh sorry, I lost my train of thought. Opening to the core of your emotions is where you're gonna find your peace and your freedom. And this creates positive responses rather than reactions or triggers. She brings balance into your life with their sexual health and chakra system is aligned. Many emotional wounds are held in these different body organs as well as the lower chakras, as well as reproductive systems of men and women, um, which may create unwanted behaviors from imprinted patterns that keep repeating. She's had a private practice since 1982, and she resides in Carlisle, Massachusetts. Some of her certifications, oh my God, iridology with Dr. Jensen, behavioral iridology, Ayurvedic medicine, aromatherapy, um, source tantra work, um, emotional release process. Oh my gosh, the Alchemy Institute hypnosis. She's just could go on and on and on. You sound like you're a one-stop shop. <laughs> it's incredible. This is amazing. Um, and we have her 
for a half an hour, and I'm so excited. So some of the things that we touched on last time you were with us is just um, kind of the basic how you start um, working with couples. You shared the story about the couple that was in their late 60s and how they kind of fell in love again. And um, also the emotional, you know, trauma that can sometimes be held and the pain that's held in the pelvic area. And I would love for you to kind of touch on that because what's so wonderful is that Sunshine and her husband have a business where they help couples, you know, kind of reunite through Tantra and other therapies. So I would love for you to just expand on that. Hey, Amy, thank you so much again. So emotions, the way that it's spelled, emotions, emotion, emotions are meant, are, are meant to move. They're just energy that's meant to move. And oftentimes they get stuck in different parts of our body. All of our organs represent different uh, emotions. And what happens for, for men and women, and I'll, I'll break it down a little bit here, but for women, we, hold, we can hold ancestral wounding in the pelvic region in the second chakra, second chakra, which the location is the Grafenberg spot, the G spot, which we call in sacred sexuality, the, um, the sacred garden or the sacred spot. And so oftentimes when women have pain with intercourse, uh, that, yes, you're going to feel it as physical pain, but be underneath it because my purpose is to get to the core root of what's happening physically, emotionally. There also <laughs> would be history there. There's a history, her story. <laughs> Mm -hmm. how I like to say it <clears throat> right definitely. That, that could be from imprinted patterns and behaviors that stem all the way back from zero to five zero to five years old or through your teenage years and what we are not just this identity right here right now we've got um, uh, lots of personas that live inside of us uh, the inner child is how we can sum it up. A five-year-old, a 15-year-old, we've got many archetypes. And depending on our, our specific circumstances in life, our relationships with, with what's going on with our parents or, or in school or, you, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends, whatever it may be, if there was trauma or struggles and we don't clear that, it builds up like packing a suitcase so full that you can barely close it and there's no room for anything else in there. So that's what happens in the body organs, especially in that, in that pelvic region or, you know, just in the lower, lower belly area. And it goes into the subconscious. Okay. Because the conscious mind, its job that the ego part of that is that it's protecting. Mm -hmm. And it's going to just push it down, push it down, right? So that we don't have to deal with it, the pain. And we can numb out. So women, in their, when they're being sexual, they'll either go into what I call escapism or they numb out. 
They're not in their body. They leave, they leave their body, okay? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it's, it's not a conscious act. It's, it's just what happens as a protective mechanism. So that ancestral pain, I mean, that ancestral energy that can live here, it, it actually can go further than three generations genetically. I mean, women, <clears throat> we can hold that energy from ancient, ancient times. Right. And that is the area. Would you like me to talk about the Amrita right now? Sure. Or? Yeah, you sure can. Yeah. Okay. So in that specific area, in that Grafenberg spot, um, we women can have female ejaculate. This is very confusing in our society. This is not taught in regular health education in school about anatomy. Right. Um, Amrita is a liquid that is produced in, I don't know if it's called the Bartholomew gland. It's a, it's comes from a gland inside the uterus and in the vaginal area. <clears throat> and it's not urine but it can be copious amounts of this liquid mm -hmm. that sometimes, sometimes can oftentimes can come from with an orgasm, but sometimes it comes without orgasm. It mm -hmm. comes when you are feeling open. Your, what I, what is termed as Shakti, our Shakti energy, our divine feminine essence is open like a lotus flower petal, right? right? There can still be sexual wounding in here, and we can still have the ability to have the emerita flow. And I, I, you know, when that happens with some women, when they don't understand that part of their body, they're going, okay, I just peed. I'm never going to do that again. Or men can be frightened by it because they've never had that experience from a woman before. And it is, it's called the nectar of the goddess. Right. <laughs> And as you and I were speaking previously, um, in ancient times, the ancient um, tantricas, the women, were the sexual healers. And the, when the men would go off to war, the warriors, when they would go off, the sexual healers, they would anoint them on their chakra system as a protective measure. So... Amrita was uh, valued. It was a sacred elixir, and they would use it in fertility rites. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we're talking four or 5,000 years ago with this. So, like, what area, when you, like, when you talk about the air, like, what area does this come from? Like, when you say uh, anointing yes. the soldiers and stuff, yes. where in Tantri, because where did they, what was that? So, in India. Okay, that's what I kind of thought. Many, many, many years ago right. where there was a lot more, when it was more um, a matriarchal society and right. the women were cherished and, and, and worshipped. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had actually asked Sunshine to speak to this topic because I heard her speak um, on another woman's um, program and it really, I loved hearing about that because you know, I'm someone who does that. And I have a lot of friends who can, who do that. And 
we've all had really mixed emotions. I never, I mean, I guess I have, yeah, I've definitely, men have been shocked or they almost, um, they're grossed out or they love it. Um, but obviously, you know, when you introduce, you know, I mean, we've all seen pornography probably, and it's, it's changed into something that's totally and completely different. And in this patriarchal, you know, kind of society now. And that's why I want her to speak on that because it is something that is natural and beautiful and amazing. Um, that comes from us. And we, I tell people all the time, we cannot be grossed out by our bodies. We cannot be grossed out by the things that come out of our bodies because this is how we were created. And we are the healers and we are the nurturers and we are the life givers. So that is specifically why I wanted you to touch on this topic so that women know this is normal <laughs> and it's okay. It and is you just be yourself. <laughs> right. And it, it, it actually can go the other way as well when once you're educated about this or you have an awareness about this some women want to have that experience and, and they may not have ever had that experience and it's it's an organic natural process mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll get women will get frustrated and want it to happen and and it doesn't and it's getting to know your body Mm -hmm. And really connecting in with your divine feminine um, in, in ways and exercises and processes that can, can enhance that. Um, because there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension that's held there. And women and men, when they're in a sacred practice, can be sexual healers for each other. And with the Samrita, with the sacred um, nectar of the goddess, when you, ha when you have this with your partner, you also can anoint your partner, the, anoint the chakra systems, the, the energy centers with it, with intention. Where intention goes, energy flows. So it's, it's really quite a beautiful thing. You just want to have a lot of, a lot of towels down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. No. And so thank you for definitely for touching on that because... I think that that's a very, something that's very misunderstood. Right. And um, also, as we spoke a little bit on the shorter interview, I love that it's a couples thing, that you are a couple teaching couples. I think this is so important um, to kind of have the male aspect who's in the teaching position. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, because then it, it, it really sets up um, a dynamic and men feel a lot more comfortable. Um, my husband, Eric, he's, he's such a, a he's really um, so compatible with his, his nature and men really trust him as well as women. So we, we really work so well together because this is how we came, we, we met each other that way. Right. In, in the trainings. And uh, we've both been doing the work, like I was explaining to you previously, we both had been on this path for many years sing singularly. And then we, we had the same teacher and had not met each other. And then we came together that way at a graduate training and then took the work out together. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so great. So you also mentioned before that, um, you know, 
as I imagine, men can be a little hesitant about this topic. Um, so as you go through this process, I'm sure that there have probably been instances, um, you know, where it maybe wasn't as effective for one person or the other, but um, by the end, are men generally as open as receptive as the women? It's actually mind-blowing what happens to the men. Now, I wanted to, to mention also that men have a sacred spot too, and that's located right at the base of the prostate gland. Okay. A lot of men that have physical ailments such as prostate cancer have a lot of emotional wounding and shame located there. So <clears throat> this has actually um, helped men to uncover at the core cause what, what is happening what has happened emotionally there so that natural healing can happen, of course, with all, you know, encompassing measures. Sure. Um, but the intimacy level that happens when, when men have healing right there in their sacred spot, there is such vast opening that the walls, you know, walls come down and it opens up their hearts because like, um, Women want to be intimate. Their, their natural inclination comes from heart connection. And men's more natural um, inclination about the health of a relationship is always related to, okay, how much sex we're having. And it's, I call it being glandular, right? Below right. the belt. Their focus is right there. And not to say that women can't be focused right there too. But that's... Um, it's, it's such, such a beautiful blending and weaving that, that, that I love to see, especially what happens with men as they stay open. Yeah, and it's nice to talk about the male aspect of it because obviously this is a show for women and we always talk about, I mean, the majority of the people I see are women. So when we're talking about emotional trauma, sexual trauma, it's almost always in the context of women. So it's nice to bring that male aspect into it because they can have all the traumas, um, you know, that we have, and it's just probably delivered in a different way. Exactly. So um, I, I can also speak um, also to um, um, male dysfunction, sexual dysfunction. Um, I would say that 60 to 70% of the time, you know, half the planet's on Viagra. There are emotional links to why a man cannot be erect. Right. It's not just such a physical problem. It manifests and shows up as being physical. But that's, there's some deeper emotional issues in there, in right. the men's pelvic region, right? And so, you know, most people are not taught about this. <laughs> no. No, we are definitely not. And you know, the energy aspect of it, how the body is connected, how you can look at someone's eye and see all of these things. I mean, the body is so connected and I'm always telling people, the more you know your body and explore your body and look at your body, pull out the mirror, know your norms, so then you can catch if something is abnormal. Yes. You know, I mean, we've got to be connected to our body physically like that, but I mean, energetically and emotionally, that's, that's the key. That's where it starts. We have to 
we we can't skirt around that and expect the physical part to be healed exactly when i speak about um that our physical body i say to my clients are it doesn't it's not just right here um this is more quantum physics and metaphysics but you know we have seven layers of electromagnetic energy and what happens is that energy field can get pierced where leaks tears and holes can happen and then we're open we're just open vehicles for that it to affect our density right into here so we we've, we've got to really come into um the four what i call the four domains mental physical emotional and spiritual and integrate all of that yeah that's incredible i mean it has to be integrative medicine we can't just expect one provider to fix us I and mean, we just can't do that anymore yes I mean, we never could, but we can't settle for it. We've got to be yep, collaborative and integrated. Collaborative efforts. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. Um, so someone comes to me for the work that I do, you know, the visceral manipulation, the energy healing in the pelvic area. Could you see, like if you did, took the pictures of their iris before and after, could you see the healing? So I get that question a lot. So you come into the world with structure, with predispositional structure from both your parents. And um, structure is like all the little lines, the flower petal shapes, the little freckles in the eyes, that's structure. And then color is a different, a different aspect. Structure doesn't change, okay. um, but color, can can shift and it takes anywhere from three three months to a year and the color shift changes and that has is more to uh relation to dietary measures but the emotional things um those those are there as markers as a table of contents about your blueprint oh gotcha so give you, i'll give you a for instance so i've got um twin grandchildren they're four years old right now at eight months old, I took pictures, boy, girl, I took pictures of both their eyes and I told my daughter, okay, um, this, this is the personality, this is the nutritional profile that you're gonna need to give to him and the other, here's, this is all the differences that are gonna happen with her. And within, um, at two years old, all of those things that I was seeing started to happen. Okay. So, you know, it's like, um, but it's 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 like a, a seeing what your future is going to be like however with that information you now have the tools to um curtail right so sure. you can see that predisposition but it doesn't mean it has to happen so you can strengthen whatever needs to be strengthened okay mm -hmm. that's really interesting I'm just thinking of all the things <laughs> that you can help me with. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Tell me about myself. Um, no, that's really interesting. I've always, I mean, I heard about you, I want to say about a year and a half ago huh. is when I was introduced, I think, um, to your work. And I had never heard about it before. And like I said, it's interesting how you can connect I know that you work with so much more, obviously, than the eye, but it's so interesting how interconnected our work is, yeah. you know, even though I'm not doing anything with the eye right. and you're not doing anything physically with the pelvis. 
right? So it's just very interesting. Yes. Yeah, I look at my, the iridology is a foundational base as an analysis tool. So um, it's like, you know, a non-invasive um, modality that can give me the information that I need to go forward because I have such an eclectic blend of the modalities. I mean, I can see where there's sexual abuse. If somebody's had sexual abuse, I can see it in the eyes. I can see what their relationship was like with their parents, with their father, if there was a lack of that and how that's going to set up an imprint to attract men that are not emotionally available. So it gives me the base of where do I go next? What is the priority? You know, how can we, how, because I do work with women in sexual healing as well and, um, and, and work on that, that area, body through hypnotherapy. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Could you just give us like a, maybe a brief little example of an exercise that you would give to couples maybe to connect? Sure. Yep, we start with some very simple, basic, basic tools, which is already intact in your body. First of all, your eyes. Okay. The, what I want to say about this is that the left eye pertains to, to the left side of your body, the organs on your left side. It also pertains to your soul. Yeah. And the, it's the feminine, okay? That's like your soul entry. The right eye is the masculine side, and it's more logic, right? Sure. So when we can be in stillness, in stillness brings us the ability to be mindful in full presence, which our minds are so busy these days. So what we, what we like to do is have couples do eye gazing and there's breath techniques that we use. Um, we would have them sit close together and just gently and softly it's not staring i don't call it staring i call it eye gazing right and you focus more uh, gently on the left eye looking at each other's left eye and breathing breathing together because breathing is going to control the energy and so there's several different kinds of breath techniques we start off with a simple one with just synchronized breath just both of you inhaling and exhaling at the same time and then there's another breath where you're breathing each other. So as, as I um, exhale, my partner would inhale that. And it's like we're just, you know, and, and then vice versa. So you've got, a, you've got a symbiotic thing going here. Sure. Then we do this thing where you, I always just say, okay, left hand up, right hand down. And you connect your hands together. Okay. So the left side is the receiver, mm -hmm. the right, when you shake somebody's hand, you're always reaching with your right hand. Always. Right? The right hand is the giver. So we're going to create an energy flow. Oh, I see. Each other. Yeah. I love this. It's so wonderful. So do I. I'm doing it by myself and I can like feel something. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So, so as I inhale... As I inhale, I'm going to be breathing your energy up my left hand. I'm going to take that energy and digest it, bring it into my heart. And then I'm going to exhale out my right hand into my partner. 
So what's happening, we're creating a circuitry of energy around our hearts as we're gazing to each other. I mean, we break these steps That's down. That's really beautiful. That almost makes me emotional thinking about that. So oh, it gives me chills. I, have one, I don't even have anyone here. <laughs> one, one of our couples, we, we, we've been doing this virtually now because normally yeah. this in person. We had one couple that, are, that they're in their 50s. They've been married 30 years. All they did, and he was very resistant at first. All we did was <clears throat> this exercise brought tears to both of them. Yeah, I can see why. I mean, it, <clears throat> I actually saw um, there was a docu-series on Facebook that I watched. And in that docu-series, they did that. They just had, it was all women though. They just had women partner oh, yeah. up and do that. Uh, and yeah. And it was all about, um, it was that, that episode was all about, um, connecting and yeah, sexual healing, intimacy, just yeah. having that true intimacy with, with anyone, you know, your yeah, friends, you. your parents, your kids, you know, lovers. Yep. Um, and everyone got emotional. A couple of people just started laughing uncontrollably you know, because I thought that is such, I mean, you are letting them into your soul. It's really beautiful. It's very vulnerable. And it's, we are not seen and felt enough. No. And when we can do this presence, this eye gazing, it's like, it's like you're a flower opening, right? I mean, it's like you are being received and and seen maybe for the first time and witnessed without judgment. Right. So yeah, you, there's laughter that can come up. There's tears that come up, but ultimately there is such a, an amazing deeper connection that starts to happen. Right. So that's one of the basic exercises that we do. No, oh, yeah. I can see how that would be really, really intense. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> but it's it's incredible it's an incredible heart opener it yeah definitely would be I think I I'm like I think I want to try that with a couple people like I could do that with my mom couldn't I oh yeah yeah so um in the in the women's workshops that I would hold that I would do I would have the women I definitely would have the women doing this with each other awesome. and when I mean, it's really, it's profound. Or we do a sacred ceremony called a puja okay. where there, there's an inner circle and then there's an outer circle and people are facing each other. Okay. Sure. Yep. So the inner circle starts to move one around the circle. So you get to just be in silence with gazing and there might be a prompt of something, you know, like, what do you, what do you see? past the eyes, past the physicality of this person, can you see and feel their light? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you don't, it's communicating without language, right. with the body's energy. And it is profound what, what starts to open up. Incredible. It's How lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, if women or couples would like to reach out to you and or your hubby, uh, how would, how can they find you? So they can find me on my website, which is www.whatisiridology.com. And iridology is R-I-I-D, 
O-L-O-G-Y. So what is iridology.com? Or the, I, you can email me sunshine at E, the letter E like Eric, Beeson, my last name, B-E-E-S-O-N.net, sunshine at ebeeson.net. Great. And I always like to ask my guests if there's, you know, if you wanted to promote an offer or if you have any workshops or anything coming up, this is definitely um, your time to let everybody know that. Great, Amy. Thanks. So um, I, a couple of things. Uh, I, I do masculine feminine integration workshops and I will have an upcoming webinar about that. And then I love to offer people a, a little appetizer. So just to have the experience of iridology, I offer a, a little 15 minute uh, mini session for free. And I mean, I can see in people's eyes within two minutes, really a lot of information. So even 15 minutes, my sessions are normally an hour and they're 2.45, um, but I offer a little 15 minute um, segment to see if what, you know, if you've never done this before. Right. It's very interesting. And I would tell people how, how they, we could, how we would do that. Sure. Mm -hmm. Great. Cause I do a lot of zoom sessions too. Oh, I know. That's kind of the way everybody has to do it these days. Right now. Right. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that people reach out to you because this, the, the whole idea of, you know, just the sexual healing and not in a physical sense. That's the end result, but we know we have to start somewhere else first. And I think that that's really great because a lot of people, especially, I mean, I'm 40, my mother's generation, mid sixties, you know, or late sixties, um, they just didn't talk to us about it, you know, because of the wounds that they have. And, you know, this is a, this is a huge part of, you know, being a woman and being creative and honoring our bodies. And so I'm very thankful for your time today. I enjoyed this so much with you, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.